0: Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. achieve, achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I and a few guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I'm joined by Steve Vincent as a professional writer, teacher, spiritual coach, and poet and author. Steve brings more than 33 years to the table of helping people overcome their challenges and live their Dharma. So we're going to be talking to him about his experience. He might even give you a surprise and read a poem from his book, Steve Thank you so much for joining me today
1: hey Curtis thank you mate i um I really appreciate being here and hello to all the listeners. Great to be here
0: Well, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself where you're from and anything else you want them to know
1: Yeah, sure. um as you can probably hear Curtis i I um, I talk a bit different to you. So um, I'm from Australia. I live in a little place called the Sunshine Coast, which is north of Brisbane. So we're in the subtropical. It's a, a beachy resort town. And that suits me down to the ground because I, I love nature. Um, I love connecting with Mother Earth, um, my beach walks and all those sorts of things. And I, I guess I've got, a, a like many people, a long-winding story in life about how I got to here. Um, I grew up in a fairly religious, strict religious a Catholic upbringing, um, and that left a certain mark on me. Um, I might get into that a little bit later. And I, I spent the first 19 or 20 years of my working career as a high, schooler, a facu- high school teacher. I was a faculty head as well and then a vice principal. The, I guess the, the interesting thing, Curtis, and, y- you know, I was never... I was never really happy and I I don't want to um, make that sound like a negative thing because I I do have a lot of outward signs of success. I've got four beautiful children. I've got a wife who loves me. I've got four beautiful children. They're almost adults now. The youngest one has just or just finishing high school in his last two weeks and you know I, I was in my, my career, my chosen career um, you know climbing that ladder. You know we've got a lovely house on the water all those sorts of things but it, I, I, I kind of got to the point. I even changed careers. I, I, I'm, I'm good with words, and I became a professional copywriter. And I've worked for some really big guys here in Australia in terms of marketing. And I still, I still write copy for a couple of select clients. And all along doing these things, Curtis, there was just this. I don't know whether it was a, a voice in my head, it was a, something tapping me on the shoulder, just to to keep looking because you know things aren't quite right here. And and so that. What that caused me to do was 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 go on a I guess a deep journey of self discovery and you know so fifty I'm fifty three now so fifty three years later um, I'm really looking into myself and um, you know and you, you mentioned my book and I'll, I'll get to that shortly um, so I've had a career of helping people and 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 helping them create success and I've created success for my, myself but there was something not quite right and that something not quite right was not outside of me it was something within me and I guess that's been my life's mission to uncover what that is and also to help other people uncover what that is in them and and you you know you mentioned uh, a little bit about that start about helping people follow their dharma Um, you know dharma to me and and again there are many there are many definitions of, of dharma and I, I'm not really dogmatic about it, but it's, you know, depending on what dictionary you go to or which of the you know, the Indian traditions you look at, um, you know, it's about righteousness or merit or, or moral duty. In other words, what I, I guess to put it into plain English, if you like, it's, it's about living according to their path and, and 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 or living to your truth and doing what you were sent to this earth to do. And a lot of people in my experience are not doing that. They're doing stuff to get by because they're in survival mode. Often people are in a job that they don't really like, you know, or they're they're just not doing what brings them joy and makes them happy. And it's been a really long process for me to unravel that. And because I've been able to unravel that, it's given me... I guess some skills and some experience, and certainly been able to teach as I did for 20 years, and I've, I've actually done that for you know more than 33 years because I was you know sports coach before that, and I've been coaching people in writing and, and so forth since I left well, I left teaching and in the spirit world as well. But as I've been unraveling that, it's enabled me to actually connect with people through my words and through through workshops and, and through listening and uh, and to help them unravel what their dharma is. And and when we get to that point of understanding and and living our truth or living our moral duty and I quote unquote moral duty according to the path that we're supposed to be here, life life is a heck of a lot better. It's like we're not fighting life. It's like we're flowing with life. And um my book Finding You is is very much about helping you look within to find that flow. Does that make sense?
0: That makes perfect sense. And speaking of teaching, tell us about your workshops that you facilitate.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, um, I've been, like I said, I've been um, teaching people of all ages, you know, a lot of kids, but when I was a high school teacher, faculty head, I ran workshops there. Um, I run a couple of programs at the moment. I, I do something called Pendragon Men's Circle and that's where I work with men exclusively. You know, we meet, meet once a week online and we, Delve into a whole lot of stuff about um about masculinity and and what that means to be a man today, um, and that we get we get into some really really raw and really honest conversations, and and that's one thing that I guess I'm I'm really proud of the fact that I took the chance to do that, um, because from the the last group that I ran that, that made some big changes in in a number of men's lives, and that um it's that impact and that me me being able to to impact people's lives and help change their lives is that's my dharma and when i live that uh, you know i i guess i feel complete i feel whole and so forth and um you know again thank you for you know give me the opportunity to talk to your people because it is about through my words and I'm able to connect with people and and help people and the other thing I do i still i still work as a copywriter so I coach people I have um what i've I've called copywriters escape room where again we, we meet once a week it's a uh, a small group, uh, a live select group where they, I, I basically say to to these people, there's business owners in it. Okay, guys, what are your questions this week? What do you need help with? And then we unravel those. Uh, the other thing I, that I do every week, um, every Sunday, which is um, uh, Saturday not in the US, but Sunday here in Australia, is um, I, I, I teach in an international um, spiritual school called City Awakening, cityawakening.com.au. And th- that's another thing that I... I I do as part of my helping people on earth here. And I get this is probably, Curtis, if you don't mind, a good time to talk about um, one of the the key things I found in, in going within is this concept of the shadow self. Now, what that means is, and I actually did not, I had no idea this existed until I started looking at myself and psychologists have known about it for, for decades. Um, Carl Jung, you know, the famous psychologist, he said that, that everyone carries a shadow and the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. He went on to say, at all counts, it forms an unconscious snag thwarting our most well-meant intentions. And so to put that into, I guess, plain English and and, and and give you my understanding of that is that if ever you felt that there's something not quite right in your life, some kind of glass ceiling, some kind of uh, some, something that's kind of stopping you, whether it's stopping you being happy, progressing your career, get along well with people, whatever it might be, there's a good thing that you have something in your shadow that is a wound from the past, that is something you don't want to acknowledge, that is something that um, triggers you whenever you're in a certain situation and what I've come to realize, and it's a, it's a fairly deep process, if I can put it that way to, to go into your shadow self. And I'll just give you um, some examples. And so, and and I'm probably mostly talking about my shadow self and myself here. So we, we bury those things that we don't want people in the world to see about us. So, our jealousies, our fears, our inadequacies, our, our low self-worth. Um, and those things just in the background, they run our lives and we don't know that they're there until we look at them. And unless we can look at those things, acknowledge that they are there and love that part of ourselves, we're never really whole and therefore we're never really happy because we're not loving all of ourselves. You know, Now, I, I was a really good one at putting on a mask You know, and just being the the happy person, um, no problems. Don't look at me. Don't don't shine a light on me. Everything's okay. I'm fine. Don't look at me. You know, and behind the scenes, I was quite unhappy. And it was only when I looked at why I was unhappy, looking within, that I actually found some answers and started to unravel and acknowledge and love all parts of me that are in my shadow. I mean, um, you know, I'm not a nice person. I'm not a mean person I'm a combination of both of those things and until I love every single part of me those those parts that I don't want to acknowledge you know they kind of have a hold over me yet when I can shine a light on them when I can love them as part of me because they are part of me I'm kind of incomplete and that's what that's what thwarts us a lot in our life is that there's something that we don't quite get something we don't quite understand something that that just eats away at us. And we, we just don't know what it is. But it's it's that stuff back there in our shadow self that we've yet to love. And the more and more we can do the shadow work and and acknowledge parts of our shadow and love love those parts of our shadow, we're not incomplete. We are. We then become complete and whole. And it's when we're complete and whole, we can get on our path and do the work that we're sent to the earth to do.
0: So before we go into your book, let's talk about copywriting real quick when you talk about copywriting yep. you're talking about commercials, right
1: yeah, yeah so sales letters websites advertisements you know webinar scripts anything words that sell is is copywriting
0: yeah okay and, um, well, when, when we was in broadcasting school, they just kept it as commercials, but talk about some of the the big uh, companies that you've had the opportunity to work with
1: okay, so I one of the ones that I worked with is I've got a non-disclosure agreement with them, so I can't mention them by name, but they were on the, um, the Australian Stock Exchange Top 200. And they were trying to expand into the aged care sector and what they were doing in, within, their, within their niche. And I was able to help them in working really closely with one of their executives to to reach out to nursing homes in a way they never have before in aged care and hospitals and so forth. And you know, the 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 numbers I was hearing from all of the work we did was, you know, it put 15 to $20 million on their bottom line. Um, I'd love to say that's all me. Um, I was a big part of that, but you know, very good business and so forth. So that was probably one of the ones that I really enjoyed the most. And I worked with them for, gee, 18 months to two years. Um, and I also love working with the smaller businesses too. You know, I've got a, a a company that that supplies farm sheds at the moment to to rural to rural Australia, um, and I find that very rewarding because, you know, our people on the land they provide us our food. If we don't have them, and they're not they're not prosperous and they're not doing well, then we're all in a lot of trouble. So I get a lot of satisfaction with helping uh, that rural sector as well, and so that's why I, you know the copywriter's escape room. I I really enjoy doing that because you know copywriters help businesses, and when business is doing well you know, society does well.
0: Okay, well, well, let's talk about your book. You're you're also an author and a poet, so go into that and tell us how you got started writing and tell us about your books and stuff and what we can purchase, maybe even give okay. us a poem.
1: Okay, fantastic, would love to, yeah. Um, so, I'll, I'll go back, I'll go back a step, um, Curtis, so at the start of the start of COVID, it's, I think, the end of 2019, um, you know, early 2020, um, What my biggest client, um, because of all the um, things shutting down with COVID, I um, I had my contract with them cancelled and so I suddenly had a whole lot of um, extra time on my hands and one day I just sat down with a bit of paper and I just started writing and the words started to rhyme and, uh, I mean, I know this sounds really weird, but in that moment, I remembered I'd always loved... And always written poetry i'd just kind of hidden it from the world and and this was this, this is a, a really good example too of the shadow curtis i i went to an all boys college in in, in high school and, and so forth and and so so writing poetry and, and being creative and being artistic that wasn't very manly and so i had this belief back in my shadow that it wasn't manly to be creative and artsy and and to write and so I had squashed all of that down within me and it was just the um you know the the circumstances around the last couple of years where it suddenly became okay for me and because I, I wrote a couple of poems that were really that were, I was really vulnerable and raw in writing them they were really personal you know about my upbringing about uh, about my kids oh, just uh, about about my parents and a whole whole lot of stuff and one of the things I found when I showed it to one or two people, and that the words actually brought them to tears and I'm like I'm kind of going oh no oh, there's something in that so I just I just kept writing and I just kept writing and I just kept writing and you know when when you show a couple of people who are close to you um you know friends and a couple of family members and they react really well they, you know you just don't know if they're just being nice or you know they they're just being polite or whatever it might be and so I I shared more poems with more people and the reaction was kind of the same. And what I realized was that the pain that I was explaining in my life through my words, that was actually in a broader scale, a kind of humanity's pain. People could relate to all of the stuff that was back in my shadow. So my shame about being creative and artistic and, um, you know, because five years ago, you and I could not have had this conversation. I would have just said, yes, I'm a really good writer and blah, blah, blah. It would have all been from my head. Whereas now I'm, I feel safe enough within myself to be vulnerable to talk about that journey of going deep within and and looking at my shames and and writing about um, the the fears that I had and and one of my biggest fears that I'm happy to share with you that that was in my shadow for years was the fear of being exposed and 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 the fear of being exposed and then the fear of being laughed at. You know that that has and and as a result of that I've been. I've kept myself really small, if I can say that. I know that sounds contradictory compared to some of my career success, but within me, I felt small because I didn't want to be exposed, didn't want to be ridiculed, didn't want to be laughed at. Now I can talk about that really openly. And because I've loved that part of me, that little boy who wanted to feel safe, I've actually loved him, that now doesn't hold any emotional energy over me and I'm able to be a, a freer, happier person as a result of that. So that's a really good example of the shadow and the shadow self and how the shadow runs your life. And, and so what I did, I just, I just kept writing poems, and, and some of them rhymed, some of them didn't. Um, and I've, I've put 70 poems into the book, Finding You. The other thing that I did with the book, I just I wanted it to be a little bit different. So, uh, you know, Curtis, so often if you read a poem, you're kind of going as the reader you're kind of going see is that really a poem about a tree or is that is there some message there about the root of all evil that branches out into the sky and blah 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 and so what I did I the book has basically three parts it's the poem and then I, I I've got a section that explains the poem so my reflections this is what I was thinking when I wrote it this is what it means to me and then the third section relating to the poem is um here are some reflection exercises for you where is that thing within your shadow so it's a it's a self-help book through poetry and through words where you, you you read the words you know what I was thinking when I wrote them and then you've got space within the book to write your own responses and own reflections and um, that's what people are, are really loving about the book it, it actually it's not just poems it's poems with a deep meaning that come you know from from somewhere within me or or somewhere without of me um, that's been channeled to me that that seems to connect with people does that make sense as well
0: yes it makes sense and in a way I was a poet as well because I was a hip-hop artist so I know definitely what you're talking about
1: yeah okay so what if it's okay with you Curtis I might actually read one of one of the poems from the book absolutely go right ahead Okay. okay so this this is called a message to the birds and it's on Page 46, it's a relatively long poem, but um, two, four, six, eight stanzas. So here we go, A Message to the Birds. To fly like a bird in the skies, forever free, chirping away loud as you like, happy for others to see, or to soar like the sea eagle, majestic and high. Oh, to let go and roam like that, it makes my heart sigh. To swoop down and rest, or just sit and be still, To do whatever you feel must be a great thrill. You start each day with a happy, bright song and gather together in a spirited, noisy throng. Every day it seems you have it all together, able to flow and thrive, no matter the weather. you are nimble and light in every single way. Oh, to be that clear, it must be the happiest day. But you do it all the time, all through the seasons, never it seems weighed down by your demons. Liberty is your birthright to fly up high aloft. Your heart must be pure, so happy and soft. So you might be tiny and not so significant, but you have much to teach this here 3D variant. Because I watch you flit, fly and wish I was so, but my search goes on. My battle rages to and fro. Please keep showing up, my little feathered friend. You inspire my quest, which never seems to end, but just being there happy light and free helps me find those qualities very deep inside me
0: that was a beautiful poem now tell us Thank about you. tell us about any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about
1: so the, the first one is uh, pendragon men's circle I'll, if you if you want to find out more about um, the book and the things that I'm doing, go to stevevincentonline.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-V-I-N-C-E-N-T-O-N-L-I-N-E, stevevincentonline.com. You can reach me there. Also, the book is available at at Amazon, at Booktopia, at Book Depository, all those major outlets um, online. And so that's the, the, the first major project that I'm starting in the next couple of weeks is Pendragon Men's Circle. And obviously that's uh, exclusively to us blokes, to us guys. It, it, depending on numbers, I will run it um, at nighttime in Australia. But if there are enough numbers from the US, I'll run a US group as well. Um, so on the radar for me, that's the big one. And I'm still doing my weekly um, spiritual teaching on, um, with City Awakening. Um, that happens every Sunday slash Saturday night in the US. So they're the two big things, Curtis. I might just, if I can, Curtis, I might just so, just to let everyone know. Um, so that was the poem, A Message to the Birds. Then there's my reflections. And I might just read that, that as well, as well as the, the, the your reflections part. So my reflections, then I go, I love to sit in my backyard, early mornings and late afternoons. The birds, from the tiny but feisty willy wagtail, to the fast and diving seagull, to the magnificent soaring seagull. They show up every day, In their unique way. The thing is they rarely seem to change. They just keep on keeping on, happy in their skin to do their thing. They seem so confident and self-assured no matter their differences. They seem not to have a care in the world despite the weather, the changes to their environment. They are just themselves. I admire this. It seems a perfect way to be. So one day I asked Spirit what message the birds had for me and the poem, The Message to the Birds, was the answer. It came out. And then when you flip the page, there's your reflection. So the first thing I say is I say, sit in nature. Have a conversation with a bird or a tree or the wind. Just sit and be still. What message comes to you? And I think that's really important, Curtis, in our fast-paced life. We just, you know, there's always a deadline, always something to do. We, we don't don't just be so i encourage you to to get out into nature and just be one even if it's just sitting in a park for 10 minutes you know under a tree what messages come um you i think that the second part of the, the reflection was if you were free like a bird where would you go what would you do really let go and just see what comes to you so there's a space there just to write your answers and the third thing is what you qualities have you buried in other words what things have you shoved down into your shadow and what's stopping you from releasing them you know we have a lot of Expectations on us, you know, and I feel that deeply as well as a husband, as a father, as a son, um, as a brother, as you know, as a friend. Like the, all of those roles that we play come with expectations, and so I encourage you to just delve into that and look into that. How that, how is that program running your life, and is that serving you? And so that's the whole point of the poems and of the book is to get you to look within. Because one thing Curtis said, I know, and as a an artist yourself, you. I think you'll get this at a really deep level that we look outside for, for stuff you know, to, to make us happy. Oh, I'm unhappy with my partner, I'll get a new one. I, I don't like my car, I'll get a new one and that will make me happy. You know, I, I don't like my dress, my shirt, my whatever it is. Or alternatively, I find release in substance abuse or substances, I'm going to go and get drunk or do drugs or whatever it might be. And, and you know, it, the answer is not those things outside of us. The answer is always within us. And that's, I guess, one of, that's the big message from the book. The more we can look within and heal what is going on within, within us, the less we have to rely on all those things outside of us.
0: Absolutely. You gave out Steve Vincent online.com. Give out your social media and any other contact information where people can connect with you and keep up with your great work.
1: Okay. um, So Instagram. So steve vincent underscore underscore at steve vincent underscore underscore is my instagram so i'm um, that's the the main social media platform that i'm on and if you you want to reach out to me via email it's steve at steve vincent online.com all
0: right give us some final thoughts to close it out
1: okay the the big thing curtis is um i think we're just too busy these days. We're too rushed, you know, and I have to check myself all the time, you know, especially in, in the writing mode and, and doing things like books and, and those sorts of things. It's very deadline driven. And my mind gets really busy. And it's, a, it's an effort for me to get out of my busy mind um, that's often in survival mode and go into my heart space. And the more I go into my heart space, the calmer I am, the more powerful I am. And the, the more I'm able to show up in the world. So I I just encourage everyone to go within, to slow down, to to look for those qualities within your heart space that, that you actually have there and you may not have accessed or you may not be aware of. The more and more we can do that as individuals, the more and more that impacts and radiates out into our world because if we're showing up better versions of ourselves, that doesn't just affect our lives, it affects the lives of everyone we touch, our, our family, our friends, our our workplaces. And so, you know, I, I, I really just encourage everyone to look within, you know, the, the look at the parts that you try and hide and love them because you you really are magnificent, um, you know, and you're worth the effort. That's probably a really big thing, too. You are worth the effort to take the time to slow down, to take the time to go within, to take the time to to love all of you. You really are worth it. And when you do that, you, you shine much brighter in the world and that makes the world a better place for everyone.
0: Absolutely. Well said. Ladies and gentlemen, SteveVincentOnline.com. Please be sure to pick up his book, check out his work, check out his show, follow, rate, review, and share this episode to as many people as possible. After listening, let them know they are worth it as well. And listeners, go to the Google Play Store if you're an Android user and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Steve, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Curtis, thanks, mate. It's been a pleasure. I hope uh, you and your listeners got some value out of that. Thank you very much for your time.
0: For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused. On living the dream, dream.